I'm back. I know it's been a minute. I know you missed me. Uh, no, but for real, it's been what, since July or August? I'm trash. I'm not very consistent. I'm still, like, getting the hang of it, you know? Well, okay, so I'm half lying. Like, I was more, like, freaked out about putting out more stuff because I didn't know what to talk about, right? So, I guess I have stuff to talk about. It's not necessarily just about myself, but I'm like, I have these thoughts that are kind of um, repeating at this point. So I figured I'm sure someone can relate. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You know, whenever you have a certain feeling on your mind and you're kind of like, oh, I'm really irritable or super anxious. I don't know if it's just me or if you know, I'm picking that up. Because I, I guess I, I pick up on a lot of people's, like, mood. And it affects me, which I know is very bad, but I let it affect me sometimes, and I don't even notice it. So, working on that, really am. But, yeah, so I was just, like, I guess feeling really frustrated for a good while about just, like, little things. Like, oh, this traffic is ridiculous, and I'm not in a rush at all, but I just feel like I'm constantly in a hurry. You know what I mean? And then I, like, mess something up or I forget something and I beat myself up about it all day long and I forget. I'm like, oh, you're being really shitty to yourself, right? Like, I'm like, would you be this mean to someone else if they forgot something, you know? I mean, I doubt it if that were the case. But, yeah, so, like, being frustrated and I don't know, I guess... It's not just me just knowing the people around me, but it's kind of like there's nothing you can do right now. And for me personally, I feel like that's super frustrating. It's a growing point of <laughs> being patient. But I had um, picked up my journal the other day and I hadn't like really gone into my journal since probably the last episode. And I was just like rereading like what I had wrote you know, recently, what other doodles were in there, and I came across, like, this page, I don't know if I was, like, giving myself a pep talk in writing, or what, I didn't even date it, but it's, like, uh, it's talking about how, okay, so, you know, when you grow up, you get a little bit more responsibility, and, of course, being on your own, you're responsible for it all like it's you know like college is one thing okay yeah you're on your own college but like post-grad I don't know what it is maybe I just psych myself out about it but it's just like oh like no there's real weight you know so I was basically saying you know I'm not really ready to accept that kind of responsibility yet because I'm scared to be responsible for something that serious like and it, it, this isn't in regards to anything like super heavy it's just like in general like I remember I didn't want to get my new car even though my old one like I kind of needed one I was like I just don't want the responsibility of it you know what I mean like the maintenance the upkeep payments whatever whatever it is and I psyched myself out of like doing something I really want or doing something that I need more than likely like recording another podcast I'm like yeah but no one's gonna listen like it doesn't really matter but like in my head you know it's just like 
what am I doing it for? Right now, it's just kind of fun. I think it's pretty cool. I like the learning process of it. Um, but yeah, like going back to my journal pep talk of myself, underneath like that responsibility thing, I wrote in a different color and pen, so maybe I was having a dialogue. It's like, you know, the adjustment period between like accepting certain responsibilities and then you start feeling like that ball going like okay yeah I got a good rhythm I got a good pace and then you know start working in other factors maybe that's just how I think about it but I'm like okay let's take on pieces at a time because I've overloaded myself and I don't want to drop blocks this time you know what I mean but um and then underneath that I guess there are separate thoughts it says go with the flow but control your pace I mean, I, yeah, like, I feel like that's really up for interpretation no matter how you see it. You know what I mean? Like, you are in a boat going down a river downstream. Like, you don't have say on where you're going up or downstream. You're going downstream. But you can control your pace with, like, your, what are they, the oars or the paddles or whatever you have. Like, you know, control your pace. Yeah. Because I, I guess that goes along with saying, like, taking little pieces of responsibility at a time to where I'm like, I've learned that my pace is my pace and I can't try to fit more things into that little box. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's whenever, and I'm sure we all do it, where we start overloading ourselves because it's like, okay, come on, I got it. I'll figure it out. Like, it's not even like, yes, I can handle this right now. It's more like, yeah, throw it on top, whatever, we'll figure it out. And I'm like that. It's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. I've noticed it more, I think, this past year in, like, being, like I said, alone. Not alone, alone, but, like, post-grad, new city, don't have family here. You know, like, it's it's kind of, like, it shakes you. And I forget all the time that I'm like, I am, like, no matter how many miles you are from where you were this time a year ago, like, isn't it crazy? Like, you are a completely different person, hopefully, than you were a year ago for, you know, obviously better, hopefully, but, you know? Like, this time last year... Oh, let's go into a Google Photos, because I want to I wanna see what was going on November 6th of 6 I was oh I was here I think I had just oh okay so I had spent the night in Dallas because we came to the FC Barca game or Cowboys game it was a Cowboys game something like that anyways I was shopping I went shopping at north park by myself and that was so much fun because i got up early it was like a tuesday i took off of work i didn't have school the next like that day for class and i remember i'm like i'm gonna do shit that i want to do when i move here i'm like i'm gonna go to the mall by myself and just see what's up like during the week because it's never gonna happen again <laughs> it was really nice there was like no like for the first time i've seen north park dead that things always pop in 
and then you know I don't know I just enjoyed like my peace and I didn't feel rushed like I feel like when I'm with someone I rush through my shopping because I feel like I need to be ready when they're ready I don't want to get attached to like actually shopping but then I'm never in the mood to shop because that's how I think and then I'm like well think about all the stuff you miss out on because you didn't even want to look and be patient and literally no one is rushing you you know and I always think like does everyone else think that? Does everyone have that hanging over their shoulder? I doubt everyone, but I wonder if anyone else, period, does. Because, I don't know, it's just so crazy that the way that we talk to ourselves, like, we tell ourselves a certain story about ourselves, but I wonder what everyone else's story about us in their head is, you know? Like, we are way harder on ourselves than we need to be. And, you know, I have friends that have gone through you know crazy stuff that they're so like hard on themselves for you know whatever reason I'm like I, from my perspective it's easy to see whenever your friends are like too hard on themselves you're like no like I'm gonna be your hype man for a second because you need it right now like you you a bad bitch you know or whatever the case is you know because I feel like if you don't have those friends then you forget sometimes like and then if you don't have the kind of friends that are like that they let you forget I think with age I've learned it's not the quantity like the amount of friends that go out to a birthday dinner with you it's the quality of who shows up and who makes time for you you know because it's like we're, we're, we're all adults and I think that's really hard about adult life is having to learn how to balance like work if they're you know still pursuing education or whatever their side hustles may be and then your personal relationships, maybe your marriage or whatever, you know, intimate relationship. And then you have, you know, friends and you try to keep up with them. But they have at least three of those four connections themselves, you know. So it's like the people that want to make the time will make the time. And you just kind of got to adjust to... It's not always going to be on your time. And I think that's something that I've had trouble with probably this past year since graduation specifically is like, well, I'm not afraid to reach out, but usually like I get this idea. I'm like, they're just going to say no. They're just going to say no. And I get paralyzed with the fear of never like talking to anyone and never saying what's up because I'm just like, oh, they're busy. Don't, don't bug them, you know, but I'm like at the same time. I love when I get a random text from like the girls like what are y'all up to like what are you doing let's meet up soon blah 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 you know like it they're few and far between but like we all have our own stuff going on but we always come back you know and I'm like super grateful to have those kind of friends because I, I I guess I didn't have that early on I moved too much and and to be honest in high school I genuinely did not care <laughs> or try <laughs> that's part of like the my mental hurdle of like growing up moving so much you're like eh, don't worry about them like you'll probably never see them again after the next four years like isn't that awful and then I have friends that have like you know grew up you know all in El Paso all went to elementary middle school and high school together and I'm like holy shit y'all have known each other your whole lives genuinely like that's crazy like I have a couple of friends I've known I have one friend I've known my whole life. One. 
and I can't say I have friends that I've known since elementary that I still keep in contact with. Like, I have a couple on Facebook and Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, they cool. I'll say happy birthday to you when it comes around. But, like, we don't talk. You know? I don't know if that's just me or I'm just not good at keeping up with people. And then I'm really bad at remembering people's names. So it takes me a long time to remember someone's name when I meet them. And I'm so, I get so embarrassed because I've like I've come down. I'm gonna tell y'all my secret. I've come down to like the realization of don't lead with people's names. Say hey, how are you? And how long has it been? Or smile. Or wait for someone else to say their name, and you just kind of like gently get their attention if you need to while you don't know it. You know. Someone once said, "Well, I think it works better like." if you're in the right setting but someone was like oh yeah like I just usually have them write their name down or spell their name for me but like if you're in a casual conversation with a group how are you gonna like break in and be like so you how do you spell your first name <laughs> you know yeah they'd catch on really quick anyways that was a tangent but um going back to the last like pep talk point it was um in regard to again accepting responsibility little by little you know adjusting with the with the learning curve as you go and then controlling your pace like you there are things you can't control but what you can control control your pace right as far as accepting responsibility and what you are willing to accept and for me, I do like the checks and balances. Like, what are the liabilities? What are the benefits? Like, for me, the benefit has to... It depends who it's for, too. Like, if you're doing a favor for someone, but it's something that's gonna, you know, take time out of my day that I really need that day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, okay, fine. I'll do it for you. I'll make it work if you're that person for me. You're those people. Which, truth be told, there are very little, so... <laughs> But, you know, uh, but for people that I know I'm not, you know, not tied to, it depends on what it is. And truth be told, it's because it's just like, I don't have a lot of extra energy to exert, but where I can, I will do my best to. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm so scrunched for time and so scrunched for things that I can't control. But then there's things I can control, like money income you know how i see the world and stuff like that but you know that last point on that dialogue i wrote to myself is you work to get yourself here you're here so step up like it's true thinking about a year ago where i was where were you a year ago you know have you stepped up since then because if you haven't you're probably needing too soon because we start to work ourselves backwards and it's like, oh, I'm not ready to take the seat. I'm not ready to take it. And then it's like, but you did the work to get here. So why are you second guessing yourself? Like, what makes you second guess yourself? And I think for a lot of us, I think it's like that inner guilt of like, is this selfish? If I take the step, if I take the seat, is it selfish? But it's not selfish if you've put the work in, you deserve it, you know you deserve it. And it's not hurting anyone. Like, okay, look, sometimes there's going to be, like, you know, a pinch or two there when, you know, taking your seat. Because that was probably someone else's seat, right? Or someone else thought it was their seat. And then bring it back 
to my marriage and family intro class, the therapy class I took in undergrad. It's a really cool topic called differentiation. So it's kind of like, it's just a phenomenon. It's not really a, a theory. It's a proven nuance. But, you know, you have a family, right? Think typical, like, machismo, traditional Latino family, right? The, the patriarch, the, the man of the house, sits at one seat specifically at the table. Like, we all have those family members, grandparents maybe, or parents, that are like, this is my seat. This is dad's seat and no one else's seat. And maybe everyone else has assigned seats, but for sure dad or grandpa does. Well, the differentiation between that person and that chair, that power dynamic, the farther you sit apart from that spectrum, like it's a spectrum, the more differentiated you are. So like for someone, another example, I'm going to have to bust out the notes, y'all. They're right here in my new apartment, but new desk, new office, still working out some of the logistics in here, but no water damage issues in this apartment, so... I'm so happy. I didn't even tell you all that story. I'm going to have to do a story time on that one of that damn apartment. I got my deposit back so I can talk all the shit I want. Anyways. <laughs> so differentiation defines like how far you sit apart from the table. Like do you give in to the power dynamic of sitting? Where you sit makes a difference in, in your influence, in your weight, right? So... If someone that, you know, experiences like a lack of differentiation to something they attach themselves to, like someone that can attach themselves to their work, to their income, to, you know, the physical appearance, how far apart do you sit from, from that zero line of the spectrum, right? Do you equate your self-worth with, you know, the gold stars everyone else gives you, or is it based off of what you see that you are capable of because of what you've accomplished since you've taken the step up, right? And I always tell one of my friends this, I'm like, you don't realize how much work you've put in because you're busy, you're busy in the trenches. But me, your friends, your closest friends, I can see, we can see the kind of work that you've put in, even if we weren't there. Like just knowing, you know, you know your people, like you have friends that you know, oh no, like this one, you know, we all have dreams for our friends because we know what they're capable of more than they do sometimes so it's so cool to like get to see when your friends are finally kind of like believing in themselves believing in the fact that they can do that you know like putting on events or just doing you know doing great at work or taking on a different hobby like whatever whatever it is I think our responsibility is a piece of our responsibilities I guess is to remind our people and remind ourselves equally like do you see what you've gotten yourself through look where you are now because a year ago you were begging to be in this position you know like as bad as stressed as I am today I would tell a year ago me and two years ago me just keep grinding because you know you'll see the fruits of your labor Rent's expensive, it sucks, bills suck, but I have bills. I can pay my own bills. Like, 
that's such a like a relief in like on me is like I I can take care of myself as scared as I am of doing it I can take care of myself and I'm sure that's the same for a lot of y'all because I know a lot of like I know a lot of us will really struggle post-grad like mentally with ourselves especially if you're like a first generation student or like you just you have a certain circumstance in your life that really bred you to doubt yourself because if you fail a lot is weighing on that right and everyone's watching but not everyone can understand like it's very difficult to explain your world how you see the world when you are like I said in the trenches and it's really hard for someone else to dig through that sort through those you know I guess pieces to help you see out so like the blocking the perspective um, we went to um, a really cool I guess like it was like a book tour or something from uh, Malcolm Gladwell if y'all don't know who he is look him up he's a really cool um, psychologist he does a lot of research he has a really great podcast called the revisionist history I'm currently binging and I'm eating it up um, but he wrote a book called talking to strangers and I haven't I haven't read it yet but from what I can understand from just the small clip readings he does and kind of like the back of the book from what I read is he talks about Sandra Bland and he talks about you know I don't understand the whole premise don't get me wrong because I haven't read it yet so stay tuned I need to get back on the reading but you know he talks about how Sandra Bland got pulled over on a rural Texas highway and she, which she did and it was for a simple traffic violation and somehow some way unfortunately we know how history goes she was killed and they tried to, you know, I don't, I don't want to take away from the fact of what a horrible event that was and what follows. But Malcolm talks about, again, when you're trying to look out of the trenches or into the trenches, you don't see all of the baggage pieces from the other person standing in the way. Like, you can't see this person's low self-esteem because you know whatever event in their past created this kind of like weight on themselves you know or a combination of events or who knows like maybe it's just I I couldn't tell you I have a reason to doubt myself as much as I do but here I stand telling you I doubt myself everyone I think does but I couldn't pinpoint where I remember like Boom, right here. 2006. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. I don't know, but it's been there for as long as I can remember it being there. I don't know. What do you think that is? Anyways, yeah, I don't want to bore y'all, but, like, I really like talking this out because I feel a little more even. Like, I feel like my thoughts aren't cramming up the traffic, you know? Maybe next time we can talk about like, oh, sorry, that's, Zaytoven is yawning. And those of y'all that don't know, Zaytoven's my dog. And my boyfriend's dog. He's a strong hundred and something pounds. <laughs> but he is our puppy. 
Then I have my dog with me, Nala, now. My mom had her for a couple years during college. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, shoot me a comment or something. Let me know what you think. What should I talk about next? Because this is really interesting. This is fun. Anyways, it's past my bedtime. Good night.